35th episode of Wing Sauce. In starting goal, number 35, Jimmy Howard. Woo! The Jimmy Howard. You can go on. Tyler's favorite player. Who else but Howard? Tyler's favorite player by far. Oh, yeah. It was either him or Ken Holland. So um, they're both equally as bad. Didn't Ken Holland get inducted to the Hall of Fame? Not for being a goalie. (laughs) No. But I'm just saying, one's been one's a Hall of Famer, one's not. He could have went with the one that was in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Jimmy Howard could be a great GM. No. I'll tell you what. He, oh. if, if he becomes a general manager, he could definitely be a better general manager than he was a goalie. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. <laughs> but, uh, so. Connor, how are you doing, bud? I am good. I'm good. I want to know how you are doing, Dustin, as our, uh, our wing sauce, I guess, Las Vegas uh, Golden Knight fan is that how we should say it i want to know what's going the on the resident building. knights fan yeah. the resident uh, knights fan for sure <laughs> needless to say pissed playing like they're playing like crap i i don't know what team this is that showed up to the conference finals but it's not the same team that we saw last series fragile i, I agree oh, i, I man, wait, wait hold on hold on dustin we'll finish the we'll finish the intros i want to get your full i don't want to dive too deep before before hearing how, how, how Tyler's doing. I'm doing well, to answer your question. Uh, who cares how Tyler's doing? That's no, true. Okay, go in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm great. I, uh, I wore my carry-on Johnson Detroit Lions jersey. And uh, of, of course, of course, the Lions were up 20 to 6 going into the fourth quarter. And everyone, and? Knows, everyone knows exactly how it's going to play out. Of course, they, they lose lost. in total, complete Lions fashion, and I, I you know, can't, I can't be upset because I know, expect it. I expect it. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is you know how people always talk about the Lions saying like they find a new way to lose now? I'm like they've exhausted all of the new ways. They're they're now resorting back to the ways that we're used to, like dropping right. a pass to win a game. I mean, cue Calvin Johnson, even though that was a catch. But we there's plenty of of times where this exact scenario has happened, you know. So I don't know. Oh, I, I, I think I, I'd be came cu- old Lions. <laughs> Connor, I'd be curious to see what the statistic is on how many times the Lions have lost it in the fourth quarter. Oh, it, well, yeah. they, they brought it up during the the fourth quarter, like it during the uh, transition between the third and fourth quarter before the fourth quarter started. Like as they came back from commercial, whoever the announcers were, I don't remember who they were, but they they brought it up like. Lions have had some fourth quarter struggles last year. It was only last year, but I, I, to your point, I want to know what those uh, those stats look like over the last, I don't know, let's say 15 years. But last year it was bad. This year is off to a bad start as well. Oh, so yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, they had no fans in the stadium, right? Correct, yep. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to see why they didn't, as some of the other teams did. Uh, like Kansas City, Kansas City-Houston did. Yeah, it's, I, I think they're... Yeah, there there are only a certain a certain amount of of uh, teams that I think I don't know if it was like voted on from the state or voted on from the organization. I don't know I how think, it works. I think it's I think it's both. So the uh, the states can like say what's allowed and what's not allowed, and there's more states have allowed it, but then it's down to the organization to figure out if they have the right protocols in place and uh, and things like that to make sure that it's safe. So I know that. It's only two organizations uh, have allowed it, I think, and you guys can look that up and correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say it was Kansas City and then 
uh, and then Jacksonville. Or yeah, or maybe the other. No, no, it's not Tampa, which is weird actually because there's two Florida teams, at least two Florida Florida teams. Yeah, so, Tampa was playing that, in uh, in uh, New Orleans this right. afternoon. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what they decided on. I think I think if it's inside, I think if it's inside, it's more than likely going to be a no go. Oh, yeah, if sure. it's an outdoor stadium, I think you have the option. So is that going to be the the thing moving forward uh, with NHL hockey? So no fans in oh, the outdoor stadium games. outdoor games I, oh i'd be i'd be all about that that'd be sweet yeah, oh, yeah. i mean the nhl is in a little bit uh they're in a better position because they can kind of do the the read and react uh type thing they can watch how everything's going over the major sports and figure out what they want to do so from you know up until uh whenever they start again which we still don't know right that that's still up in the air um i think it's a tentative like november december the restart were they thinking about having four hub cities? Did I hear that correctly? I saw that. Uh, I saw something on that. I'm not for sure how accurate that actually is from the NHL. Because if you think about it, guys, that would make the most sense because there are four divisions right now, right? And if, if you just had one hub per division and then people can figure out the travel outside of that, I think that that would work out. I don't know exactly about the logistics to, from traveling because you're going to have to hop from bubble to bubble if you're going to play a full 82-game season, right? right? But if you're going bubble to bubble, theoretically, you should be okay, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. For sure. I'm just saying I don't know what the what the like the like logistics of that would be. Like, no, it'd be tough. You would have I'm one team. On you would that. have like a couple teams from each division who would it would be like their quote-unquote travel week and then they would have division games and then another travel week and – I don't think they're going to be able to fit in a full 82 game season, but um, again, I, I think that I don't even think they need hey, 82 games. All I can say is I don't mind them playing in the summer again. I've enjoyed the mm-hmm. uh, summer hockey. Oh hell yeah, I 100 so. percent agree with that. And speaking speaking of which, so the last thing you know, I, I wanted to just say obviously uh, just the last thing about the Lions. Everyone expects them to lose, um, but with the Vegas Golden Knights. They were expected to win in this. Oh, year. what a transition! And wow, so I, I wanted, I wanted to throw it over to you, Dustin, because I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I, I don't think anybody really saw this coming. Oh, but, I didn't. Um, I mean, D- Dallas has came to play. Yeah, I mean they're playing shut down hockey. Period. Do they know where they do. The Knights know where the goal is. They just can't, no. <laughs> they can't score. No, they cannot no, they, get past uh, Anton Hudobin. They can't. No, <laughs> Kudobin is shut down. He is he is playing some ridiculous goaltending. So I mean, I can't take away from Dallas. That's not what this this rant's about. It's more or less that the Vegas Golden Knights look like ECHL players playing in the NHL. Yeah, is what it really looks like. Well, and so have you have you guys seen a lot of the comparisons uh, from Anton Hudobin to Tim Thomas of like 2011 with the Bruins? No, a lot no. of people are drawing that comparison, and I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah, I can kind of see it. I mean, he's a little bit older. He didn't have like he he's he's kind of been on fire uh, throughout these playoffs, but he hasn't had like a ton of success before. And Tim Thomas was kind of the same way. He was a little bit older, um, but he's the guy that really um, he's the guy that they that they had to ride in order to win the cup. And right now. Dallas is is winning games. They're they're winning it. They're they're getting gritty in in the corners and um, they're mucking it up. But Hudobin is their last line of defense, 
and he's the one who's really keeping them in this in the race for the cup. Yeah, I mean, do we think that maybe Vegas is only good when it's a normal season and people are getting hammered and hungover playing at their own rink because they're out partying? The Vegas fever. Yeah, the Vegas fever. It's real. It it exists. Oh, hundred percent. (laughs) But I don't think that's the case. I I, I don't. I don't know. I mean. They just look like a completely different hockey team. No, I mean, Dallas is a – they kind of have – and we can go into this too but because it's not the case right now, but they kind of have that Islanders vibe where it's not it's not pretty. It's not clean. Um, well, I think not that, the Islanders that, this that, series right now. <laughs> no, well, oh, that's wow. what I was, was going to say. Like, we'll go into that. But I think the Stars are a little bit more – they have more star power than the Islanders, and they, uh-huh. they're flashier. Um, so funny. See what you did there. <laughs> yeah, that was totally planned. Um, but, but they're, you know, they're, they're not a fun team to play against in Vegas. They, they go on rushes. They have that three and, uh, you know, the, the three, two rush and that, that transition offense, they, they're quick, they're fast. And, uh, and they can't really do that against Dallas because they have it, they have it shut down. Um, which is why I made that the comparison between the Islanders and the Islanders to your point are not doing well. And I don't know if we want to talk about that now, or if you doesn't have more to talk about with Vegas, but no, we can, turn we can talk about the Islanders. I mean, that, that game today, <clears throat> super chippy, uh, end of the first, uh, Islanders player shot the puck at, uh, the old lightning goalie and started a little skirmish. Uh, yeah, it's just, not just the- completely disrespectful. I mean, it was kind of shitty. The how, buzzer rang. How dare the would puck. you shoot a puck at a goalie? The buzzer rang though. It was like it was a good. It was a good second. I mean, it's like come on. Connor's no, like I, was it? Connor's like call me a scumbag, but I've I've taken a clapper after the whistle a couple times. <laughs> he's like call me a scumbag. I'm taking a clapper at him as he's going to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, but but for, so uh, if we want to talk about so the the lightning, you know, they didn't make any mat like huge signings in the off season, right? They got like guys like Blake Coleman, uh, Patrick Maroon. They got a few other guys, right? Or I think Coleman was at the so deadline. I'm just going to cut you off, Tyler. You don't need to, when you have a guy like Kucherov, he is so, so good that it, oh, it like every absolutely. time I watch him, I'm like, yep, he, I don't know how it, it's weird. So everybody knows Kucherov like that is, if you're even a casual hockey fan, he's like that name that you're like, yeah, no, he, he's good, but he's not in the same category that people think like as, and I fall into this category as well. Like I forget about him. Like you don't think about him when you think of Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid, like guys like that, but he is, he's that good. Like he is oh, a, yeah. one of the best, if not the best player in the NHL right up there with McDavid. Absolutely. He's a superstar. And um, I think he's, I, I would say, I don't want to say underrated cause that's not the right word, but I just don't think totally. that he gets the same respect that, Guys like um, that McDavid and obviously Dreisaitl this year and mm-hmm. a few other guys, you know, McKinnon, Crosby, those guys. So, uh, but my my point, though, is that they they went out and got guys like Blake Coleman, who I think he opened up the scoring for the Lightning. I think he got the goal right after Brock Nelson. Um, and then obviously you follow up with, with uh, you know, your look at the depth that the Lightning have. Andre Pilat, I think he's a third or fourth liner. Um, normally, and he's been playing with Kucherov and Point just because they've been they've been lights out. Andre Palat scores, uh, assisted by Kucherov and Point, and then obviously Braden Point gets another goal. You can't stop that guy. And yeah. then Pat Maroon. Maroon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I mean they they're they're deep. If you look at if you look at their offense and their defense, or actually just go like pull up their 
their uh, the score sheet after every game, you're going to see the top like 10 guys. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. They all have points. I'm like, how did they, how, how is there that many points to go around when you have a team this deep? Like, you know, you have random guys like, well, not random, obviously, but you have like Hedman and Tyler Johnson and, and McDonough and, and Shen, Sergachev, like those guys I'm just reading off right now, those guys did not get a single point today. <laughs> and then you skill, you still win four to one because you guys, right. if you look at the top of their score sheet, they have a bunch of other guys that are, are very na- on name brand type players that you would know of the, the brain points, Polats, Kucherovs, Maroons, like Pockets, like those guys, Vasilevsky even got, <laughs> you know, he got an assist. So uh, it's crazy. I don't know. They're, they, they're built to win a Stanley cup. And I think that they're in a, in, you know, pretty good shape to do that. So, so Kucherov point and Palat all got uh, two points tonight. Yeah, that isn't, that's crazy. <laughs> so, and, and because they, it's only crazy, it's not crazy that it happened. It's crazy that it happens as often as it does. And you also have the, uh, I'm going to throw in some defensemen there too, but you have those like bottom eight players who are, who are very well known and you know, I'm Hedman's a superstar. He's a superstar defenseman, probably the best in the league. Yeah. Right. You have guys like that who do get points. You have Tyler Johnson who has been uh we can call him a wings killer, right? Like how many years ago was that when he Oh was god yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's a guy that puts up points in the playoffs. Undrafted and, too. The guy's just a workhorse. Yeah, yeah and signed a big big deal and uh and it pays out for him because even if they don't get a point, that means they're not they're probably not minus and if they can just go out and eat minutes while they have other guys score it's a team effort and they nobody they don't need to have 10 goals they get four goals and superstar score and the other guys can be shut down and so well the biggest stat that i i'd say the biggest underrated stat in this in this series because everything else is very even when it comes to shots when it comes to power play um when it comes to you know the hits and and everything else the biggest thing that you see more towards Tampa's favor is face-off percentage. They kill the Islanders in face-off percentage. Today it was 61, it was only 62% to basically 39%. Wow. Like you, you can't like it's, it's very difficult to win games if you aren't winning face-offs. And and that's face-offs all over, especially in in the offensive zone. If you can't win those, you can't you can't win games. Yeah, I would think that the I don't know, Dustin. I know you're you were obviously watching this game as well, but um, yeah, did did you see the the three goal? I won't call it a swing, but well, it was was it three goals in like thirty three seconds or something crazy, something like that. I want to say it was like Islander scored, Tampa Bay immediately scored again. And maybe that was where the 33 seconds was. I'm not sure, but I remember. I think that that's what it was between, I, I, between the two goals, I think. But like, and then Tampa Bay scored like right after that immediately. Yeah. So, Coleman, so, so uh, Brock Nelson opened it up with 11, 20 second left in the second. Okay. Um, and then Blake Coleman scored to make it one, one with 11, 42 in the second. And then Andre Palat scored with 11, uh, 11, I'm sorry, 11, 54 into the second. So I think that's all like within 35 seconds, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was, yeah, that is 33. Did I, was I right on that it number? 20, it was like 23 or something. No, nah, that can't be right. 11. Okay. 11 minutes and 27 no, seconds, 11 20, minutes, yeah. 27 seconds, 11 uh, minutes, 42 seconds and 11 minutes, 54 seconds. All right. Someone do the math on that, but 
maybe that's 20. Yeah, it's probably 20. No, it can't 20 be 20-something. 20 20-something, 20 yeah. Okay, all right, all right, fine. <laughs> anyway. Either way, it's, 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 it's insane <laughs> to have three goals scored in, in that span of time. I know, I was watching a, uh, a stream of a, a huge Islanders fan. Um, By the way, Connor, you're, you're a math guy, and, and that was kind of disappointing for all of us. But Well, okay, let's just take a step back then before I was really <laughs> interrupted there. I saw the number 33. <laughs> And I, I don't know where I saw it. Maybe it was something with the Lions that they were. There was a thirty-three in my brain, and I was bringing it up now because you saw um, Braden Point scored with uh, three minutes and thirty-three seconds into the third. Maybe. Wow. Okay. And that's exactly what I said, right? That Thank God we have an NHL lab. <laughs> I'm just looking at the NHL lab. <laughs> yep, yep. Totally said that. I'm. I'm right on point. Uh, but Braden Point actually. Um, Look no, you, but, okay. you, 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 know puns. I, you know puns tonight. I know it's crazy. <laughs> but what I was saying is I back to like the very quick back and forth. I was watching a stream of uh, a huge Islanders fan and um, it was on Twitter and it was like extreme excitement, like moderately disappointed and then extremely disappointed after Tampa Bay scored again, their second goal with however many seconds that was, but it was very fun to watch. That's like the best part about sports just watching. You know, people dance on tables and then want to throw themselves <laughs> off the top of the roof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go their way. Absolutely. Um, guys, it's been 17 minutes. And we have not even discussed who we have on today. <laughs> mm. That's. That, I think it's a theme every time we have a guest. Yeah. yeah. We, we've, we've, really gotten, guest. we've gotten much better with it, but because, I mean, to be, we wanted to give Dustin the opportunity to complain about his Vegas Golden Knights, and I wanted to hear it too because I'm very frustrated as well. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for Dallas, but I'm also like, what are the Knights doing? I'll be um, very disappointed. I, I just want Game 7s. As a yeah. hockey fan, bring yeah. me more Game 7s. <laughs> oh, that's that's my thing, though. It, it, uh, real quick, we didn't even touch on the fact that uh, Vegas is on an elimination game. Yeah. They got to oh, come yeah. to play. Yeah, I mean, but they got to come to play. Isn't uh, are, the Islanders are too now? Yes, yeah, the, the Islanders, Islanders are too, yeah. Yeah. Al's, yep, that is correct. So both games, uh, what is today? Tomorrow when this airs. So the Knights will be playing an elimination game that tonight, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and they better show up to play or it is over. And I'm going to be pissed because it's going to be what? Dallas and Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup? Yep, a couple of I hockey think be, I think it'd be exciting, but I think it would be a much more like star-powered series if it was – Knights and Tampa. I, I think I think that the ratings would be better with uh, the Knights and Tampa just because yeah. the Knights are just drawing so many fans. I don't think it'll be bad with Dallas, um, but no, I, I, I will be excited for a few of the the the, um, the players on Dallas to uh, win a Stanley Cup or at least have a chance to compete for one. Um, yeah. And I'll be happy for for Tampa as well because they've gone through some some struggles and like, you know, really feeling like they were the team to beat last year and uh, the up and down with the, even Kucherov has had the struggles with off ice struggles. I'll get, I'll yeah. say yep. so that, that'd be nice. I, I'm good. Anyway, either way, as long as the Islanders don't get in, to be honest. <laughs> I heard that. Well, I, so yeah, you, you mentioned the, the stars, it would be their first trip to the Stanley cup final, I believe since uh, 1999. Um, um, so and right now they're in the, the the Western Conference Finals, their first time since 08 when the Wings wiped the floor with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so 
geez, 20 minutes now. And uh, let's let's talk about who we have on today. It is the how wait, how many is this? This is a, a reoccurring guest, right? Like how many how many reoccurring guests have we had? Uh, just really Scarcella. Okay, Scarcella. And then one guy, we let it stay on the podcast for some reason. I, I don't even think I got an invite. I just kind of like show up every week. <laughs> yeah, Connor, you're technically a reoccurring guest. It's true. I know. I'm kind of like, you guys are like, all right, here he is again. Um, I don't know why. He keeps, <laughs> I don't know how he knows oh, when he's probably not. But <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah right, we, so we do two. have, we have uh, Mr. Stylin Mylan. Um, the yes, re- the return of Dan Milan. He's been a fan favorite. Oh uh, shit! They're, I like that. That was a little little rhyming right there. He's he's been um, he's been a a fan favorite, and uh, I would say and a Wingsaw's favorite. Yeah, oh, for sure. Ooh, well, th- that's okay. that's kind of what I meant. Is that like yeah. anybody? All of our all of our listeners. You know, he's one of the top rated episodes. So, oh no, no, I- I'm talking about just with us, the boys. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like. You know, we, that, we, have a, awesome. we have a blast talking with Danny and um, I know he's like, we had him on for, I think an hour and a half last time and he still didn't get all of the stories out. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, he's, he's a huge hockey guy. No shit. He's going to be talking about uh, the, we're going to get his thoughts on the playoffs so far, you know, any surprises from him. And again, since he did play with, Tampa's farm system. He's played with a lot of these guys like like uh, Johnson, Stamkos, Kucherov, Victor Hedman. He's played with all these guys. So um, if we can get a little bit more of insight from him on on you know, hey, is is there any surprise to you as to you know how far these guys have gone in playoffs, uh, so on and so forth. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. We're very very excited to have him on again. Yes, sir. All right, let's kick it over. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what time it is. You done goo. So you guys already know who we have on. It's the return of Dan Milan. Seven seasons in the ECHL. Uh, obviously played with a few few guys on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Was there for a few camps. Um, Everyone knows him, Stylin Mylan. Welcome back to the Wing Sauce Podcast, Dan Mylan. How's it going? Yeah. I couldn't be I couldn't be happier to be here. I'll tell you that first and foremost. Uh, second off, hey, you know what I'm saying it's just uh, it's just another day, man. Living it up, baby. I'm just happy to you know be with my boys and uh, talking what we talk about on a daily basis. Have Beautiful. You- and be- before wait, hold on. Yeah, before yeah. we get, be- before we get into hockey, I, I wanted to uh, to bring up you. I've seen some pictures. Are you helping your parents move right now? Because I want you to talk a little bit about their new place because the it is a, it is an absolute palace. I'll, like, what's going on with that? I'll tell you about the new place, and then I'll tell you about my plans personally uh, with what I plan on doing with the, the property uh, <laughs> afterward. Um, <laughs> that's what I wanted. That's that's where I was. That's where I was segueing into. Dan, so I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Man, yeah. So I'm helping. Uh, I mean, so we we're going to be out uh, for good. Tomorrow, we just got to do some cleaning at the, the uh, you know, the house that I grew up in. Um, that's going to be tomorrow, and then we're going to be completely done. We got everything already moved out into the new place, and it's, uh, I mean, it's, my dad's spoiling himself, and he's sp- spoiling my mom, and then he's spoiling just about every single person that knows him that is ever going to get to come out to this place, man. It's uh, like, I mean, it's out there 
of Fowlerville. Not uh, not too crazy, but it's out in the sticks, and uh, we got 16 acres. My dad's already starting to talk about uh, getting the parcel of land next to him, which is 13 acres, so we would have basically 30 acres. Um, Jeez. I know, and uh, it's got an indoor riding ring uh, for my, my sister and my mom's horses. Uh, there's a stable with a bunch of stalls as well. I plan on taking up one of those stalls with, uh, I'm getting a mini donkey, like 100%. It's already in the world. <laughs> it's already, it's getting <laughs> worked on name that mini donkey yet? Yeah, I'm already talking to the breeder right now. Actually, I got him. He's texting me back and forth right now. I'm talking. No to way. Ben, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Uh, we can go back in the house in a sec, but I know that a. Uh, I don't know if I want to call it a tradition or what it is with the Milan household, but you name pets the a different animal name. If I'm if I'm saying that correctly, so like a dog would be named fish, a fish would be named dog, something along those lines. Do you want to explain for the people what's, yeah, what goes on? Yeah, a little bit about. I mean, our animals first and foremost just and fit our, out there. Out there. <laughs> It just fits the dynamic of the family. These people are, I mean, these animals, I mean, they are people in a way. I, I look at them like people, like no different than any other human out there. But they are pretty, uh, pretty uh, funny. And, uh, yeah, so I got a dog named Piggy. Looks like a pig and a hippopotamus. You can choose when you look at them. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, then we got Panda. Yeah, so and, and that one's half half uh, bulldog, half uh, pit bull. So definitely interesting there. and. Um, nicest dog in the world, but he uh, tried to eat. He tries to eat my cats, so like we can't. They gotta be separated at all times. And uh, and then the other dog, Panda, real emotional. Um, but yeah, Panda. I mean, think of him like a little cuddly little bear. He's pretty, very pretty dog. Um, full of uh, joy until he sees somebody that's not a part of his family. Then he actually like want he absolutely wants to kill you. So it's. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a cat named Ducky. So <laughs> love it. Love it. So so I guess where I was going with that is that what's the name and maybe you want to keep this for a secret and let people know all at once, but have you thought about and started to brainstorm on the the donkey name? Uh, you know what? I had a couple names in mind. Um uh, I have to you know, I'd have to check you can my keep them to yourself. That's yeah, keep them to yourself. I, I just was curious. I want to know you know that's always a big part is trying to figure out the what to name. Uh, it's going to name it Connor. <laughs> typically, it's a dog or a cat, but in some cases, it's a mini donkey. <laughs> whatever I name him, whatever I name him, uh, before his name is going to be a doctor. That gets perfect. Dr. Not <laughs> whatever I choose afterwards. So it's like you know, that's a fancy donkey. Yeah. I love it. I love a doctor. It. So, this is, so excuse, excuse me, fancy doctor. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Duffy. get it right. Jeez, he works very hard for that name. Takes a long time. Um, <laughs> no, so going back, so going back to the uh, the estate, I'll call it. Um, you're you got this huge uh, the riding ring. You got the uh, I guess what what are they called? Where you, you mentioned it, but what do you keep the the horses in? Like the stable. The, the stable. Yeah. The stable. And then, uh, but then the stable also has like an office in it. Like it, it's yeah. it's the real deal. It has an office. It has and then off in the like. There's two parts of it where it's mainly just storage, just massive like areas for storage and whatnot um there's a big like roof uh, uh there's like a little you could like honestly you could fit a fucking full-blown tractor uh i mean like farmer tractor in in this place uh you know and just like the storage part of it and then yeah, so uh, then you got the outside thing. the outside is an outdoor riding arena and then you have multiple pastures that uh you know well i'm not gonna say multiple but a, a few different pastures that are kind of around the ring so it's really it's something else. Um, and then 
you know, the house itself is just like, I mean, when you think of up north slash farm slash modernness to it, man, I mean, it's, it's just sweet. So I can't wait to have the, uh, the home opening uh, party, the barn party. Uh, might even do it on Halloween just to throw it a little twist. There you go. Oh, nice. I like that. I like that. I mean, it's almost, uh, you, you explained it perfectly. It's almost like all those things you said and then like sprinkle, little, uh, sprinkle in a little bit of Wyoming. It's like it's got like a Wyoming or that west Western culture uh, into it as well. It's awesome. I and saw the first Danny had- bought a hat for it. <laughs> oh, that was my dad's hat from he had that one before I was even born. So <laughs> I, I like the um, the uh, well. For, actually, I have two thoughts on this. First of all, the indoor riding ring. I'm like, if we can just throw some boards up there and, and throw some water down, that's a perfect indoor <laughs> hockey ring uh, through the winter. That'd be oh awesome if we were able to get that. I mean, you're, I mean, you're you're not you're not lying. No. Now you're running. I mean, you could run. You're you already have like you're a coach, and we'll get into this as well. But you're like. I think we touched on it last time. Like you're training kids and everything, man. You got a whole uh, operation there if you just transition that over to a rink. Oh, <laughs> my, yeah. my dad gets this extra parcel of 13 acres. Uh, the world is our oyster, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I don't know what my dad will build back there. It's do something crazy, but that's what um, I'm talking about. I like that, and I think the first day, uh, the first time you were there, um, I saw some some videos. <laughs> You were you were on a a lawnmower, right? Is that yeah? So what was going on there? You just testing out the throttle, right? I was testing out the uh, the zero turn. Um, you know, <laughs> when I was kind of, those things get going, and uh, I'll tell you that <laughs> I tried to go I tried to go zero to sixty on it, but that thing just like went up in a, to- a wheelie, hardcore, um, smashed right back on the ground, and my dad just bought it. So I'm like, holy fuck! I just this guy's. <laughs> so it was oh, funny man. that's good funny. no i'm ex- i'm excited to see that place looks unreal um yeah when you have the uh, the barn opening i will be there in uh in full attire whether it's halloween or not halloween i will show up hey we'll we'll do the first the first video that you guys ever make uh, for your podcast we'll do it at my uh halloween party oh Perfect. absolutely I'm in. and then um <laughs> so i i was gonna ask you you know what's what's new since since the last time you were on here a few months ago but uh, obviously we know that the, that the new house is, that's huge news. Another thing I wanted to ask is, um, you uploaded a picture of a shiner that you got one night and I, te- I, I messaged you like, what the hell was going on there? So, uh, I, I, I guess there was something and you got in a scuffle with, with some, some bouncers. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it was. I mean, I was, I'll tell you what was happening. All right. We're at this place, the tin roof, mm-hmm. um, Detroit, actually sweet place. Love it. Actually. I, I, I went back there a couple of times this summer uh, after that uh, incident. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I guess my brother was, he wanted to go shoot, uh, wanted to go shoot hoops at the, uh, the, the, the game inside the bar. And there was a guy that was standing in front of it. And my, my brother asked him to get out of the way. And, uh, you know, this guy was like, you're going to make me move. You better beat the high score. And he stepped out of the way or whatever. Uh, great shirt by this guy. Way to start it off nice. And then, uh, you know, the guy kept saying stuff like, uh, he said stuff here and there. My brother, he's not a confrontational person, but he uh, he definitely doesn't, you know, he'll chirp back. And uh, so my brother gave it back to him a little bit from my understanding. And then uh, things escalated a little bit. And then his girlfriend threw a ball at my brother's head and uh 
And then my brother, I don't know what happened here. My brother made a, maybe a shove somebody, but I don't know. Don't quote me on that. And then he walked away and uh, this guy puts my brother in a chokehold. And then the next thing you know, big commotion. There's like three bouncers ripping at my brother. And then there's another one waiting by the door. And I'm like, I see, I'm just dancing. I'm literally dancing. I got, uh, you know, a good friend of ours, Zach, just behind me. Um, and I'm just dancing, having a good time. Then I see all this stuff going on my right. I'm like, oh, shit, I know whose pants those are. That's my brother. My brother's getting kicked out of this place. So I'm like, I'm jumping up and down and, uh, hey, what the f you doing with my brother or whatever? And uh, the guy that was sitting by the entrance, and I didn't see him, uh, came out of nowhere and, uh, and, and socked me in the face. And he got me twice. And then he took me to the ground. And I didn't even do anything at this point. And now, I, you know, maybe I was startling because I was moving fast. But, like, I didn't throw any fists. I didn't do anything. So the guy smoked me twice, tackled me. But he was, like, looking for one. And uh, next thing you know, I'm, like, seeing all this blood on my face or feeling it on my hands and stuff. And this guy's, like, posting up on me. He's a sh short little guy. He's just like, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, dude, it's my fucking brother, whatever. And, uh, you know, my brother, I saw during that time that he was getting me with, in the face and I was getting tackled. I see my brother getting slammed on the ground. And it's like, dude, like, they, just, they went they went zero to 100, just completes. If I, the next day I asked for the, uh, the videotape, um, you know, because I wanted to make sure that all, all was good there. Um, so, uh, and they... Uh, they were very kind about it. They were very, they were, they were good about it. They weren't, uh, when I called the next day, he was like, no, absolutely not. Like, I'm going to look at those videotapes and, um, I mean, they handled it well. Just the, the security guards did not. I mean, that yeah. was that. Jeez. Well, geez, well I, yeah, it was a great shiner, but I mean, luckily that's not the first one you've had. So you were used to it a little bit. You were, you know, it's not bad. Well, I think, you know, me, uh, Connor, a little bit, you know, I like to, to, to flex a little bit. So, you know, I had that thing. I took a few pictures in it, posted it. I was like, yeah, back to the glory days, baby. It's like, I never <laughs> stopped coming. What's the, uh, what's the most, re uh, you just put up on, on your, uh, I think it was on your Instagram story, maybe you, uh, a little tussle, you know, a little bit of a fight going on. I don't know. Do you remember you putting one up in the past couple of weeks? Who was that with? Um, because I mean, if you don't remember, I don't oh, know. It was, a, it was a throwback, Dan. Yeah, it was a throwback. He beat the piss out of somebody. I was trying to figure out uh, figure out who it was. Fans were going crazy, and um, I wanted to hear the story behind oh. that. But maybe he was just pissing you off, or no, maybe he's um, your brother. Good. I don't know. <laughs> that was Rafael Bucieras. I think I was in a blue jersey. The guy was in a white jersey. Is yes, yes, yep. yeah. That's yeah, Rafael Bucieras. Man, we actually had. There's another fight. We fought twice. Once at my place, once at his place. And the first time was at our place. And we, uh, kind of a very similar fight, just didn't have the HD. Uh, that was a great, like, video guy right there that, like, yeah, got was, that fight. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it was just, and, you know, it's kind of out of nowhere. We just kind of asked each other to go. And he was kind of, I had known him in juniors and stuff, but, uh, you know, there was a little scuffle. I wasn't a part of it, and he wasn't a part of it. But then I think we just asked each other to go. And then we ended up having the best fight. It was sick. Um, and I'll say this, like, I, I definitely think I, I got the best of them on the first one. Um, the, the video that you actually watched, like it was a really good fight and we, we definitely, uh, connected on a few, but like he ended up, uh, winning at the very end, I would say, cause he got, he got a few good in at the end and then we, we both kind of fell. So, uh, it was sweet though. 
Well, that's not bad. Yeah, I feel like the uh, in the video, I don't know, I, maybe I just didn't see the end, but it looked like you were giving it to, giving it to him pretty good. But um, sometimes the fights are tough, though. You know, you like it's weird. The, the, I haven't been in nearly as many fights as you, but like you, the few that I have been in, it's like you, you finish, you feel like you did all right. You feel like you won, but then you realize like you didn't get him at all because he maybe missed his head. And then he got you like one time and you're like, Oh shit, maybe he got me, even though I look like I got him in the video going back. So, which is always fine. Like, Hey, you can get me as much as you want, as long as it looks like I won. I know. God, it's for real, man. I think back to the videos in general and stuff like, and I did a bunch of weird shit. Whenever the camera was rolling, I did like weird shit. Even like when I was just playing the game, it was like, I remember one time I was on, I was on, I was on national TV and we were all of Canada. I'm in front of all of Canada, national TV. We're playing the Montreal juniors and I'm on Moncton. And all you see pucks in the ozone. All you see is this guy flying hundred miles an hour uh, in the camera, like from the red line in, like on his knees, like I'm like stumbling all over myself. And I was like, just had a, had a blowout there. Also like blew my shoulder out in that same game. So definitely that got on tape too. But I would just like, teams would like score this one time this team scored and uh, the guy like bounced off the boards and like came back and like fell and I tripped over him and I just went like just so ungracefully just just smashed my face right into the ice and my feet just went flying over my head like just it was OT too like the guy just scored an OT and I just had the most embarrassing videotapes always or you see like me like I'd be shoot I, I shot uh well I shot a puck in the bench once, but we'll go back to that eventually. Um I shot this guy's glove in the stands. There was like a big fucking line brawl and it was me and another guy. We actually I wasn't a part of it because I, I wasn't like a big fighter at all in juniors. So I was just taking this guy's gloves from the other team and just shooting them into the stands. Like just (laughs) (laughs) that's that's like more annoying than anything. You're like, oh, what the hell? Like, why would you do that? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Then I ended up getting fined for it. Like, and then juniors, like you're getting a fine in juniors. Like, yeah, bad. (laughs) If you're gonna, because it's major juniors, so like for the fans, like you're getting paid, right? But you're not getting paid like how you would originally think. And I don't know if you were. And again, for people listening, if you're a rookie versus a vet, there's a difference in pay, right? Like Mylan, like you're getting paid. that's a pretty substantial difference. And I don't know what you were at the time, but any any money coming out of your pocket at that point is not good. It takes a lot for that to happen. Uh, it, yeah, it did. It absolutely did. And um, I, I mean, I actually I, I had a pretty good setup. I again, this team took care of me and stuff, but. Uh, it was because uh, I was an American, and they definitely like to spend a little extra on their Americans and stuff. So I, I, I got taken care of pretty well. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, it was <laughs> you, funny. Uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say it's funny because you were talking about like, hey, what looks good and what looks bad on on camera. But I remember playing in a summer league with you in East side elite. And obviously at the time, like East side elite, they have cameras now, like they're, they're doing stuff. Right. But like at the time, I don't think that there was cameras and I don't even know. Cause you probably got into a few scuffles at the time. So you probably don't know which one I'm talking about, but at the end of a game or maybe even during a game, you, you took off your, your helmet, slammed it on the ground, threw off your gloves. St- like it was a full yard sale about like ready to go kill somebody. Do you remember that time? Um, is it the one where we kind of had a little line brawl? Like, yep. uh, it was against yep. the Tigers? You, you like, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. You're like, you took off, you're wearing full and, and for people like Eastside Elite, it is a, 
it, like it is what it is. It's an elite league. I don't know why I was out there. Like you're seeing players, you're watching like Dan's wearing full Tampa Bay Lightning stuff. I'm watching like uh, you know Nemestikov out there in uh, who plays for the Avalanche now tearing it up. Like he's out there, and you have Alexi who runs the league. And I think we were even possibly playing Alexi's team at the time. Um, but there was a line brawl, and and I don't know what happened. They might have been going after Cody because you know your brother, like he he does get under people's skin, and and part of that yeah. is because he he's is high. so he's so good, and so he'll like. And uh, and the other part of that is it's that in the mile of blood. It is, yeah. So it's oh, funny yeah. that you know he'll do something, and then he'll cause a stir, and you'll you'll run in and, and do that. But do you remember that time? Oh man, I do. I remember, I mean that game. So yeah, that was us versus the Tigers and the Tigers were our rival team and they always had their fucking girlfriends just like in the stands with their, they had like signs. <laughs> yep, the yep, they game. were going crazy. Now, you know, granted they had, they had, everybody was junior player, uh, junior player on their team for the most part. Um, all like elite players and OHL. And there was, a, I think there's even a couple pros on their team. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, our team was stacked and Connor could fucking Connor, you could rip it from the the wide side. You had speed. Yeah, it was sick. Um, it was so much fun. Bring up and, that uh, He's got a rocket of a shot, Connor does. Yeah. So and yeah, he does. Um him and him and Tanner, you know, Tanner him and Tanner. Absolute cannon too. Yeah. Tanner loves to break it out though. He loves to break it out uh both teams sometimes. He's uh he's <laughs> don't tell him I don't tell him I said that, but top left corner. Just kidding that guy. Oh my god, man, that guy can break it too. Jesus. Um but uh, it was it was sweet. Uh but Cody, you know, he had some issue with somebody on their team and uh I remember him taking a fake clapper in the neutral zone at a guy. And then he uh, later in the game, uh, there was like a ref in between him. And uh, all you see is Cody stick go the opposite way. And Cody like javelins the guy. And uh, like, <laughs> and no joke. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was really interesting. Um, and I had my own issues with that team. And then next thing you know, we're right by the benches and somebody did something or said something. I think it was, there was a guy on their team that, played defense at Michigan state. And then he went on to play pro a little bit. And I had an issue with this guy years after the fact. And, uh, yeah, we, we just, it was me and, uh, Nick, uh, Benz or something, something. I don't know. Anyways, I just had his helmet in my, in my fifth. Cause I just started pumping him. Uh, just, I was getting him, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was definitely quick on the gloves, but I, you know, I was so pissed at that point. I, I, uh, and he looked like he was ready to go too. So um, I took his helmet and then I just fucking spiked it and then just stormed off. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was his helmet. So, all right, that's the best. So yeah, you, you had his helmet, your gloves came off, you had his spiked it on the ground. Um, and then I mentioned Alexi earlier, but he, he kind of is the, the GM of the league. He started it. And I just remember him coming in, in the locker room afterwards, like kind of like guys, come on. And then, but then smiled at the same time. I feel like I know he was kind of mad, but it, I, I don't. I mean, it's hockey, though. What do you, what's going to happen? Like when when you have elite players out there, and and I say that with me being on the bench at that point, but it, like you have elite players out there, and, and Cody, <laughs> like getting under people's skin, and and everybody knows Cody included that you don't take clappers from the neutral zone trying to aim at somebody, but. At the same time, the guy was, uh, you know, he's slashing Cody and doing these things. So it's just funny watching those things. And then you, you see who's out there and uh, there's some 
some really good Division One and, and professional players. So I thought that was a good story of you spiking a helmet on the ground. And, and yeah. I think the visor possibly broke. I'm not sure. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the <laughs> there were some scuffles playing in some summer league games and stuff like that. But you probably felt pretty confident because, and I don't know if we touched on this in your first interview, but... I remember so we we uh, at St. Mary's had a rink and a uh, workout facility there right on campus. And um, any time that I would go into <laughs> the workout Dan facility there, there the, weight, <laughs> the weight room, Dan was there. So it was like, I don't know, Dan, you, you probably even have this recorded maybe somewhere of like how many hours you spent in there. And maybe that's part of the reason why you're like a trainer right now. But it was, I'm not even kidding, maybe like eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. And then you would, uh, you'd have like lunch there. You'd, uh, you'd have some ridiculous pre, uh, I guess most of it was post, post-workout meals. Tell us a little bit about some of those, some of those meals you had. Well, man, it was, it was funny. I mean, I had a lot of, gone through a lot of different diets. A lot of it was consuming a lot of food, but there was a couple summers in general where I mean, this, like, this I was a little while ago, right? Like what, what year is this is not like this past year. So I know that you, you learn throughout the time. You're not just eating this every single day of right. your life, but so this, this is a couple is years ago. I was probably, I think I was like, nah, 20, I think I was 20, uh, 19 or 20 or whatever the one summer. And it was, uh, you know, I thought like, I just wanted to gain weight. I just wanted to gain weight. That simple, stupid concept that like, honestly doesn't make sense a lot of the time, but it's like, uh, you know, they want, I wanted to gain weight and whatever. So I'm thinking, okay, let me just eat as much as I can. I'm like my, uh, you know, I, I'm, I was lucky to have a quick uh, metabolism. So it was like, uh, you know, even then I was still skinny, but I was eating no joke. Lunches were, you know, two grilled stuffed burritos, uh, with a half gallon of uh, chocolate milk. And then Tuesday would be uh full, full, uh, hot, uh, and ready pizza with extra Parmesan, extra butter, um, and a half <laughs> gallon, half gallon of chocolate milk. And then the next day would be, you know, it would be, I didn't start getting into my eggs quite yet, but I'd have Leo's and like, it'd be like three euros. And it was, it was just outrageous what I was eating. And I felt terrible, honestly, when I went into the season, that was the year that I got my contract with Tampa Bay too, believe it or not. Um, and I just did not feel good going into training camps. And I, uh, but you know, I, I played well, but I was like, I was dying. But, and then it was like a couple summers later i started just getting better at that i realized that made me feel so terrible and then it got to the point where i was like okay i'm gonna eat eight thousand calories to ten thousand calories a day and it would be jeez it would be like my my grandma would bring me like 12 eggs for uh for lunch that's what i was gonna say is i like the the egg thing that was funny it was we would have a uh we'd go do like a you know work out in the morning or something and then i'd be done at a normal time you'd be there like for another four hours and not even joking and then you we'd go to uh, someone's house and then you'd pick up like eggs on the way like a full thing of eggs and make the 12 eggs plus toast and you know gotta get your bacon in there and stuff i so. was very str- i was very strict on my diet for a few years even like i was still religious on like the, the shitty year that i, I put it ate a lot of oh, stuff, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, i was like oh right, i'm committed to this i'm doing it but then it was like, I realized that's not the way to do it. You don't feel good. Um, and when, when did you learn that out of curiosity? So like you, you know, you, you're eating all this stuff. Like hey, the thing is like, okay, I am a, uh, I don't know how tall you are. Are you 6'3"? Somewhere yeah. around there? Yep. 
Yep. So like you're you're that you're maybe uh, I don't know what he likes to say six five. Yeah, it's like six five on a good day. You know, I'm on six, six seven. <laughs> so, so like I don't know what you what, what did you weigh when you were twenty? Like one ninety five or something like that. Um, like when, when I, you were trying I mean, to get, yeah, I was probably about one ninety five. Um, and then I, I think I started really getting strict on the diet once I started working on Mike Knight and I saw the importance of it. And then you start having the nutritionist with Tampa that like talked to you about stuff. And I was just like, in one summer I was two twenty. I really learned how to put on weight, but I also didn't do speed work uh, a lot. So I was a little bit slower, but I was good. I was strong. And then, uh, it was that last summer that I was really just like. I mean, I was eating uh, a Costco size trail mix bag on, you know, I'd go on the sandbar and just crush while everybody else is crushing beers. And don't get me wrong, I'm crushing beers too. But like at the same time, I'm slamming this trail mix so unnecessarily. People are just like, what the hell are you doing? Right. And yeah, I was, no, I, I remember I remember that. And it's like, I was curious on when the, uh, the flip kind of switched to saying, okay, there's a right and a wrong way to, to gain weight. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a person that knows the right and wrong way, but uh, would, would know that eating a, a full little Caesars hot and ready maybe isn't the right way when you're working out with like a nutritionist, like Mike Knight, you know, who who works out with, with NHL players. Like he, he has guys like, like name brand guys going to, to his uh, facility to go work out. Like he knows what he's talking about. And I didn't know if that was the reason there. Like you talk to him and say, okay, I need to figure out what I'm putting in my body because I want to be an NHL player. And you're going to these camps and you're, you're, you're uh, I don't know if you're a deep partner with Victor Hedman or you're playing against him, but like those are some legit people that you're on the ice with. I was, I was, I was out there. I mean, with all those guys and you just kind of, it's crazy to be out there. It's surreal. You're skating around just, you know, honestly, one of those, some of the most underrated times are, uh, for being a hockey player are like the three, four, five minutes that you have before practice, just skating around in a circle full and all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you're doing that at Tampa's practice, but like, I'm all like, you know, this is my first skate with the big boys. So I'm just like, I'm ready to go, you know, a little nervous, but also like very confident. And I feel confident about myself. And I'm just kind of like, doing some little dangles but then like i'm looking around and it's like oh stamp coast is on uh, your <laughs> headman um brian St. Kelly, at that point right brian boyle like all these names that you just know very well and then it's like yeah i've heard of them oh yeah <laughs> you heard, may i heard of a couple of them you know they're uh they're out there they're out there but uh played uh Played deep part. I was deep. Uh, Phil Pillow too. D- Detroit guy, great guy. Absolutely love uh, Phil Pillow. He's really nice. Um, Victor Hedman was my deep partner though, and it was just things were almost easier, man. It was weird. Things are like easier because you just like um, guys are in the right spot always. You know, they think they they think more than they really like try and do all the extra shit. They're always just thinking, and they're always like in the right spot and execute. And that was like easy. I remember when I, I don't know if I shared it on the last podcast, but like being out there with St. Louis, I just remember getting a pass. It was a D to D pass from Hedman. No idea what to do with the puck. No idea what to do with the puck. I kind of like made a weird sauce slash chip to where like, it would be hard for anybody to catch, but I didn't want to high chip it over everybody. And, uh, all I see is, you know, that was just a hope play. All I see is St. Louis just freaking sailing with a cape behind him. Gets the, gets the puck off the boards. Like, kind of a hard catch. 
goes right in on the goalie or uh, right on the defenseman, roasts the defenseman wide. I mean, this guy, this defenseman was probably like, "Holy fuck! Like, is this happening?" <laughs> and uh, there you go. Louis, uh, goes in on a breakaway, and uh, I think he, I, I think he like tried to go five hole, and he didn't end up scoring. But Bishop was uh, the goalie, I, I believe. Oh yeah, okay. So um, no, I mean that's that's crazy, and I guess that's the uh, the difference of playing in. Uh, and even like minor pro or like major juniors or juniors high school, like literally any level is that, that you have guys from all over the world that are making you look very, very good. And like even a play that, you know, maybe isn't the play that you exactly wanted, but it's a safe play like that one, you know, you chip it up and uh, whether it's high, high and hard off the glass or just a chip play or whatever. I mean, that's kind of how Lindstrom made his living, right? Is like you just don't do anything stupid and hopefully that, that your forwards are good enough to make. How did you say his in. last name? With a D, Tyler. Lid Don't worry Strum. about it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, Lindy. Oh, Lindy. Lindy. L I N D Y, baby. <laughs> no, no, but no. That's that's interesting. Tyler's that's his uh, his big thing. You can go ahead, Tyler. No, Lindstrom. Tyler's a big uh, name guy. Well, just Lindstrom. get it right because we do have a Lindstrom on the wings right now. Um, but uh, full, full disclosure, Tyler uh, asks all the guests before we have Mon how to yes. pronounce their names. That's true. So that's true. He, he, he doesn't sound – he's not as smart as he sounds. And it doesn't even matter because he announced Howard this episode. Am I Am I right on that? Yeah, no oh. shit. Yeah, little Howard. How of, about this? Oh, how about man. this? You guys tell me a better 35 and I'll wait. I told you, Ken Holland, the Hall of Famer. Ken <laughs> <laughs> Holland. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he was, um, he was good for his two games in Detroit. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> no, so, so Dan, you were talking about like, obviously you played with, uh, with guys like Phil Pula and Hedman and all those other guys. Can you discuss a little bit more on Vladimir Nemesnikov? Um, just Dude, how, is- how sneaky, <laughs> like filthy that guy is. Yeah, uh, I can't, I mean, just the way he, his, the way he skates and, um, his hands, you, you know, there's a lot of original players, and you look at a guy like Datsuk, who unbelievable, but he stick handles a little bit different than like a Patty Kane. He has his own original style, and Vladdy kind of has that to where he's like very deceptive. He doesn't do a whole lot with like stick handling really quick, but he'll make the he'll make the quick move if he has to. But it's usually like very smooth and deceptive. He like he makes the most of his movements, whether it's just like turning his blade a certain way to make it make the defender go like you know, to the other side of the ice and his skating, he looks like he's not going very fast, but he's, he is cruising. And it's like, uh, and he'll cut on a dime and make it look effortless. Like I, he might not even shed any, like he'll, he'll do a tight turn. He won't like, you won't see like snow, like go flying everywhere. Like you see on some guys when they just like basically a hard stop, you know, he would just glide around. And, uh, it's good to see he's having success, man. He was scoring a bunch of goals. Like, I mean, he's a uh, yeah. His his last game, I think. Uh, what do you have? Two goals in the in the game that they lost. I don't even know, but yeah. one yeah. of their one of their last games, he was he was tearing it up. But like, I think the word that you mentioned and and kind of like went off on there is effortless. Like he that guy is, and, and he's like a, a great guy. He's a kind of he, uh, for me anyway. I didn't know him super well. You know him better, but like he, he was quiet or whatever. But man, he when he got on the ice. Clear, like clearly the best player on the ice at all times, and probably knew it. And like even in the and in, in the NHL, he is a a guy that you see, and he just kind of stands out. Like he's that guy that you uh, 
that you hear about in practice, you're like, man, that guy does some crazy stuff. That's pretty cool. You know, when you go on the ice and you're seeing Crosby do crazy, th- crazy things like right. that in, in warmups, you'd watch domestic off. You're like, wow, he's doing ridiculous things that I would not even think he, about trying he, because I'd like to man. I mean, I, like, I don't know if you're kind of, you're on the team. I don't know if you're at the game, but when, uh, Vladdy played his first game, he was late. He was like four minutes late on the ice. <laughs> yep. He steps out for his first, uh, shift at center ice uh you know no warm-up or nothing and we win the face-off it's it you know obviously goes right to Nemesnikov. he grabs the puck shimmy shakes a defender goes around scores yeah yep like, like, <laughs> the, first five seconds, the first five seconds into this summer league game and i recruited him i was like we kind of grew our, our, our uh, going into our professional career our first four years we kind of grew together like we were like you know, I'd get ice at St. Mary's and he would go out there and we'd just do one-on-one stuff. Or sometimes my dad dad would even come out there and, like, work with us and, like, just kind of be there to push pucks and, like, give us passes if we need them and stuff. And uh, it was sweet, man. I mean, he definitely he definitely earned it. He definitely worked hard. He's definitely mm-hmm. super quiet. He's very much to himself. He's a very humble guy. Um, he, I mean, takes care of his whole family as far as what I knew him as. Like, he takes care of his whole family and yeah, no, he, he's, he's a great guy. He was at he was at Tampa, then the Rangers, then the uh, Avalanche, the Avalanche, yeah. right? Like, yeah, the the three teams, right? And he and I want to say like he did really well at Tampa. Like he's always like he's been traded and stuff and and been on new teams, but it's always been for both teams' benefit. Like he hasn't been that guy that's been sent away because he hasn't been performing. Like he's always been doing well, and he's moved to a playoff contention team because the reason that he he can get a return on him because of how good he is. And yeah. he's a, he's a staple in the NHL right now. There's not a chance that he's, he's getting uh, moved off of a line. Like he's, yeah, he could, he could, he could, I mean, uh, you know, as far as what I'm seeing in the playoffs, this guy's worth more money than he ever was. I mean, it's, it's, so, I mean, like, I don't know, you look at that stuff and I just, you know, you, I'm trying to think about uh, rookie camp. I mean, rookie camp, I remember one time they were just, it was him. On a line, so listen to this line at a rookie camp, mind you. This is a rookie camp, so there's a lot of new prospects and you know guys that were drafted in the sixth round, seventh round, whatever. And it's Nemesnikov, who's already played two years in the American League. It's Kucherov, who's played a year in the American League, lit it up. And then um, there's uh, it was Jonathan Druin. Oh my god! And he was newly, he was newly drafted. He was first rounder, and. Uh, I mean, this line was stupid, bro. Uh, like, I mean, just like so smooth, effortless, dangling everybody, just making an absolute mockery. It's just like an interchanging, like triangle, just all over the offensive zone as a nightmare. Oh my god! Were you on that and, team, hopefully, and not the the other team? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was? I'm trying to think of. Uh, and we were playing against like Nashville. Who Nashville had like. Who's one of Nashville's? Uh, who's one of the Swedish like studs? Or Victor I mean, Arvidsson, Philip Forsberg. Fors, Philip Forsberg. It was Philip Forsberg, uh, and it was I think he was already a year into his draft. Like he was already first round or second overall or whatever, and he was there NHL games, and it was just like, I mean, sick, sick players. I mean, it's cool, man. That's awesome. That's got it. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just cool for you to see how these players. Because like for me. We were talking about it even uh, in the intro a little bit, just like Kucherov, right? You mentioned him 
for me, he's a staple. He's a superstar in the NHL. Obviously, everybody knows that. But you almost forget about the time that he didn't spend in the NHL. Like, what was he doing to people that he like? He should. I feel like he should be in the NHL since he was 15 years old. But like, I forget that he was an actual hockey player as a as a 15 year old, <laughs> and that was as a young kid, like probably destroying people's career. <laughs> you he was know, like on the national team, he was probably already played a couple games in like the KHL or some shit, like. Russia, you see like random like 16 year olds getting like a few games in, in Russia. You know who did that? Was, remember Tanner Richard? Uh, yep. yep. He, uh, he played pro in Switzerland before he went to the OHL. So he was 16 in the top league in Switzerland. Yeah, that's crazy. He's back in, uh, isn't he back over in Switzerland right now or he's playing overseas somewhere? Yeah, he's making money over there, bro. And his, yep. uh, yeah. Doing well. I mean, he, he was he was good too. I mean, that's the, uh, that was a great league. The summer league that we played in, I was I was happy to be in there. But I mean, some of the names that you mentioned there, that's that's insane, and that's pretty cool. That obviously you got to be there. You uh, obviously earned that and going <laughs> playing for, in the in the queue and lighting it up. Getting I don't even know how many points you scored in your rookie season and and all together. But uh, I know we talked about that your first time coming on. That's that's a pretty cool progression to be playing against some of the, the studs that are in the NHL right now. Hi, man. I appreciate that. Right now, I'll tell you right now, I, I owe it to my family, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I owe it to Connor Lyons ripping down the wing, and I got to get stick on puck on this boy before he rips one top shelf. And I'm like, you know, that, that's what got me to where I needed to be because, you know. Yeah, yeah totally. Did a, did a ton. <laughs> No, you mentioned how Nemesikov was so fast. I was like, you, and you mentioned how I was fast. I was like, I always thought that I didn't have much, but I was fast, right? But then Nemesikov would come by, barely skating, and, and then fly by me. And I was like, all right, that's why I'm not anywhere. That, you that makes sense. Like, hey, you're a stop and start guy. He just carried his momentum. <laughs> Crazy. Connor, uh-huh. Connor's calling that he can win in a race between him and Nemesikov. <laughs> no, I'm saying the opposite. <laughs> Connor's like actually a case race I could win. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> no, I uh, I I think I had one more uh, story I wanted you to to see if you can tell Mylon and I. I don't think that I remember thinking it last time. Um, and Dustin and Tyler, I don't know if you had anything else, but I wanted to see if you do. You remember Ty or uh, or Dan when you were on the beach in a speedo for a rookie party i want to say or oh, yeah. yeah and i and i figured you wouldn't forget this and i remember it was kind of a funny story of how we got that picture any anyway because i think uh my wife found it on instagram someone's instagram story or something something along those lines um but what what was going on there were you in florida at the time yeah you want to you want to hear the whole story on that one 100 yeah, i want to hear i want to hear the whole story <laughs> that was so that was my, that was my rookie party okay when i was in florida um and all the rookies had to wear speedos, and uh, you know it was it was sweet. I, I really enjoyed the rookie party, uh, you know, first year uh, pro. And basically, I had a fanny pack as well. Like if you check that picture, I had a fanny pack. I think another guy had a fanny pack. But there's three of us at the bar with a uh, you know with a speedo, and I'm looking back. Like I don't know what I'm looking back at, but. I got those wristbands. Like I had to have a wristband. You had to be 21. I was 20. I was a major in that thing, just doing illegal shit. But um, just kidding. Uh, other than that, you know, that was that was yeah, allegedly illegal stuff. <laughs> Don't ask for the cameras back in 2012, 2013. Lonnie Kai, Fort Myers Beach. I'll tell you, you might see some. Um, no, I'm just kidding. And uh, <laughs> so that whole the whole leading up to that. So we get basically a a 
sheet that has a bunch of things that a checklist that you have to do once you get to the beach. And you can start before you get to the beach because we're taking a party bus and it's a tall one. And uh, it's all the boys. And then you got the, the rookies in their speedos. And we're stopping at stoplights and the, the blast and music and the doors. The bus driver would like, or uh, the guy, the, the driver would open up the doors for us at the red light. And while you saw the sun, you got another rookie buddy of mine uh, by the name of Bo. I won't go with the last name there. But he uh, he went out there in a hairy ass chest, barrel body, American flag uh, speedo, beard that, you know, basically probably, could, you know, it was probably down to his nipples if you really want to get down and dirty with it. And uh, had a cowboy hat on and he's humping cars in traffic. <laughs> And dancing, like just doing wild shit. And then we had to, uh, we pull up to a Hooters and we basically, we had to grab like two things from Hooters. There's two objects we had to grab from. And then you had to run, do a, a lap around the, the parking lot at Hooters, just some random. And then, uh, then we stopped at the strip club and, um, they were having their all you could eat brunch classic. You know, it was classic. And, uh, you just see, all the vets are kind of laughing, but we're being idiots. We're loving it. We're allowed on stage. We're getting on stage, like in our speedos, just random. Um, and I just remember guys are just putting dollar bills in their eyes and stuff like that. Like it was, it was just, the, it was wild. You know, I won't go into more detail about that, but you can use your imagination. And, uh, you know, got back on the bus um, after a bit, head to the, headed back to the, uh, the Lonnie Kai, the beach and, First thing, you know, we're all getting off the bus, and here's Bo, a bearded guy with the the hairy chest, walking, busy traffic, busy traffic, walking right into the road with his hand out very slowly and calmly, and just like like he's stiff-arming the traffic, and he's just telling him to stop. (laughs) And everybody stops, and there's probably, it probably got to like a 30 car, no, I'm not going to say that many, probably like 25 cars backed up on each other. Because he stopped and he started doing push-ups. Jeez. And uh, so great start. To the uh, we all get our wristbands and, uh, you know, there's stuff on the checklist. And one of the things on the checklist, which, uh, you know, is pretty funny. Um, you know, you had to you had to get a girl to, to go topless for one of the uh, for one of the. Old guys. And, uh, you know, I, of course, I got the. I got the best looking, best looking girl in, in the whole, the whole beach, uh, winky face and, uh, look <laughs> it to the veteran that I didn't like. Um, and I was like, here you go. Check me out. Check off my list, buddy. I got it. I got it done. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and there's just other funny stuff on there, man. It was, it was really, it was something else. Um, it was, it was a good time. Memorable rookie parties. I know, uh, Connor, you probably had a couple. Tyler, I don't know if you experienced any, but, man, rookie parties are just – they're a funny time. Uh, it's a fun Only time. I had to go so. through one, and I ended up in the back of a truck bed, extremely inebriated. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was walking through uh, Walmart in lingerie before we got to the restaurant, so that was always good, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I never I never went that – never went that far. Um <laughs> Missed out. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't like, even the rookie that party. That was just a Friday night for Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was, at the, I was in the, on the corner in the Sault Ste. Marie. So that was, 
make an extra money. That's hilarious. That's so funny. I forgot you. You're up there. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, there's only like 12 people up there in Sault Ste. Marie, so no big deal. <laughs> right. No, that was funny. I remember. I remember seeing the. Um, so Demery actually showed me the picture. This was years ago. The one that I was referring to. And we'll have to have you send that over to me, uh, so we can post it out. But if Absolutely. if you're if you're good with showing that uh, the speedo ass, of course. But <laughs> she, we were sitting next to each other, and she's like, "Oh, that kind of looks like Dan." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it does." Yeah, that ass looks and like Dan's like, ass. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, let me see his face now. No, I'm just kidding. Connor's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. seen Dan in the shower enough to know that that was Dan. <laughs> yeah, like, let me stop you right there. That <laughs> is Dan. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I remember seeing the picture and I was like, yeah, no, uh, that I'm pretty sure that's because you kind of had a like turning around, like you couldn't really see your face. And then uh, I sent it to you and you're like, where did you get that? <laughs> I don't know. It was, it, was a, it was a whole funny exchange. It, rookie parties, like you mentioned, they're they're the best. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was it was funny. And then like I was, we got a couple rooms, and then you go up in the room, and like a couple guys get mad at each other. They're like brawling <laughs> in, the, in the in the hotel room, and I'm like, oh my god, like, what the hell? Like, is there? Are we like we're gonna have to pay for something extra here. Uh, <laughs> the lamp is broken. My money's about to go to like broken lamps and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it was uh, funny. And I actually, my girlfriend at the time, I actually had her, she was there. Uh, not there. She wasn't at the party because she wasn't allowed. But she uh, she was back at my apartment. I don't know. She, was, she had to chill by herself for about eight-ish hours, maybe seven. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it was it was funny. It was really funny. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good time. Good time. Sure. Rookie, rookie parties are hilarious, man. Um, especially, you know, I've only been obviously in uh, in Michigan doing and playing juniors and stuff, and uh, so I haven't had the experience of <laughs> of like you know the midwinter, like, but still being able to go to a beach like how you did in Florida. So that opens up a lot of doors. Um, I'm glad that happened because it, it made for some good stories of, of <laughs> going out and stopping traffic like Bo, right? Yeah, seriously. Feed, trying to feed the gators. I was feeding the gators, and that was illegal. I didn't realize you couldn't feed the gators. Um, I was driving my longboard over this little pond by my apartment complex, and it was just uh, – I fed this little gator. Like, you know, he had some stale bread, but uh, probably went through a couple loaves before I realized it was actually illegal to do that, and people are looking at me funny. So, <laughs> yeah, just stuff like that. But uh, Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. So I I wanted to uh, I wanted to kind of round things out with with this question right here. Um, so obviously this has been a crazy a crazy time for for playoff hockey. I don't know. Have you been have you been keeping up and watching everything? Uh to the best that I can. I miss games here and there, and I don't always check, but uh, I've been following it a little bit. Yeah. Well, who, who's your Who's your cup favorite? And are there any surprises that you've seen along the way? I mean, I don't know. It was an interesting first round. I'll tell you that. I was, uh, or not first round, but just like it was an interesting comeback from like the ongoing season, mm-hmm. and uh, it was kind of cool to see. There was still like. It was weird how you just watch the games and you hear fans and stuff like that. And uh, it's like, you know, there's nobody at the game. Um, but 
to see guys like going so hard and still playing like it's you know there is twenty thousand people in, in the in the stands like it's uh it's it's pretty cool so I don't know who I'd expect to win it I would probably I would hope for the lightning I think it's their year that I like I want them to do it you know um agree but yeah we'll we'll see we'll see. So. I mean, it's, it, it seems like the uh, the Lightning are in pretty good shape. I think they're up right now. Like when we record, they're up three to one against the Islanders and and the Stars. Or I think they're three to one. We touched on it before you jumped on, Dan. But they're three to one against the the Knights. So it kind of is shaping up to be barring something crazy, which I'm hoping happens. I want some game sevens, which I already said. But kind of looks like uh, the Stars versus the Lightning, and I'll go ahead and say that now. And I think that'll be awesome. No, yeah, and, and then cut this out. Cut this out. We already know we can edit, and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and just back into it, like right back into it, playing in a bubble, like bubble hockey. Like what? Like it's weird. Um, But it's kind of cool that, I mean, you look at the playoffs, or you look at who's in the, the conference finals right now, and they're all teams from like the bottom half of the United States. Like they're all, yeah, right? It's all, all Southern. Players. Yeah, it's nuts. Like Tampa was starting to become a little bit of a hockey market, but it's still so far behind from putting players out like Michigan. Right, right. Like they're still close. Um, same thing with Dallas. Dallas, you know, there there's usually maybe a couple good AAA teams, usually one dominant one and stuff. And you know, the players coming out of there, like uh, it's cool. So I, I this stuff like does actually so much for like community communities, getting kids fired up about playing hockey. And I feel like you go through. You know, this would be interesting to see the stats on this, but like teams that are having a lot of success, then watch the generations after them, like how good they become. Because like there's, you know, a lot of them are starting up, or you see the numbers of kids starting up in Illinois um, when Chicago was just killing it. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. Play, teams being good because they were so inspired that they just like wanted to work extra. I don't know. It's like shit. Like it'd be a lot of be interesting statistics to check out. And and, yeah, and I know that. I was just going to say, and who knows, like if, if they didn't have the Phoenix Coyotes or now Arizona Coyotes, um, if they didn't have them, would we have Austin Matthews? You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like little questions like that that you think about. Um, I agree. Just stuff like that, where, you know, you see like someone like, um, I don't know, for the longest time I've been saying that the Florida Panthers Tampa is Florida's team. I think that the Florida Panthers have had their their um, their. I think they've had one decent run for the cup, and outside of that, it's just been it's been nothing but failure. I think that they need to get rid of that team or at least relocate them uh, because they already have a great team in Florida, which is Tampa. They've done an awesome job. Phil Esposito was the original. Um, owner and, and operator of the team and he did a phenomenal job just building up that program it'd be it'd be interesting to see i mean i'm surprised the florida panthers have made it as far as they did like it, it just in general like they've been around for a long time um and they've continued to be up there but like just it's crazy um i'm excited to see the seattle team i think seattle would be a the cracking pretty cool place No, they, they, they don't they don't get the octopus emoji. Yeah, we already got that. No, the crack, I mean that's just a it'd be interesting. 
I, I, the, the jerseys are underwhelming, in my opinion. What do you think of them? Yeah, I think they might figure it out. They don't really have like a. It's like the logo is just kind of basic, I guess. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna figure it out. I think they're gonna go through a couple different logos pretty early on, like first five years. Vegas nailed it with theirs, I think. Vegas, Vegas nailed yeah, it with theirs, and then when when you see Seattle's, it looks like the the White Sox s. If you look I, at the I Chicago agree. White Sox, like their their s and their logo, it looks the same. But people didn't really like the 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 Golden Knights set up at first i mean for the most part they did yeah no they the the white i mean the white gloves no, the white I, socks, i'm with you there they, I didn't like that. Like that. so like i don't know i think that the whole setup i agree that the original logo for the knights was like people were pretty much on board but wanted to see everything and then when they saw the the jerseys with the socks with the gloves in the pants people didn't like that together but me seeing it on the ice like that was a whole different whole different thing and i think that they really got it figured out and half of that is them being good and yeah. seeing them all the time in some prime time games but right. i think the kraken can be the kind of the same way like they they have some some good things and some bad things i think that they're they're a little boring with their logo but hey if they have a great presence if like, they have a sick color like scheme has, that that can yeah, make a difference they, like they detroit can, vipers exactly detroit vipers yep, exactly. had an unbelievable well, i think that their logo's sick but their colors really like that's such a '90s color like color mm-hmm. scheme, and I loved it—the teal and purple. Oh my god! Yeah, just like the pist- the, the old school pistols. Yep. 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 So yeah, all at the same time, eh? Yep. Just just about. I think playing in the palace too. The the no longer their palace. Yep. So all right. Well, hey man, I I don't know, uh, Dustin Todd. Do you have anything else? I mean, I I asked Dan a bunch of questions and. I know, uh, Dan, you had some good stories there talking about some fights and some summer league and some eating habits that you had, so I appreciate that. <laughs> no, it's it, it's always an awesome time having you on, man. We really appreciate you coming on. And, um, yeah, we keep us posted for, for that barn party. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, boys. We are, I'm telling you right now, you could spark up. I mean, I, I got to make sure we don't burn the place down. I know we have <laughs> Well, I mean, it's gonna be hectic, you know what I mean? And uh, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna, have, we're gonna set the horses free, and we're gonna, we're gonna burn the barn down. As they set say. the mini donkeys free. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Donkey, I forgot. How could yeah. I? Doctor something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> awesome, Daniel. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate hey, it. Hey, man. Thank you for having me, boys. I uh, can't wait till next. Absolutely. Time. Well, you know what time it is. You done good. Per usual, Dan was a treat. A funny guy. Connor, Tyler, what'd you guys think? Great episode. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say that, you jackal. Great. (laughs) No, no, he was good. Um, he, he can come on again. He, he's got the invite. Uh, he's always got good stories. And I know he, he well, already sent some good pictures. So we'll put that out. Uh, yes. hopefully in the coming so week. I'm pretty sure the, the next time is going to be Halloween party. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, exactly. He talked about the house. I, the house is sweet, everybody. So oh, yeah. um, hopefully maybe in the, uh, the Halloween party, we'll get some pictures and, and check what, that out. What did he say? Hey, I have that nice camera. What did he say? Possibly 30 acres. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if they can acres. scoop up that other 13 it, from their neighbor. Yeah. Which is insane. That's awesome. Not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs>
Seriously. Um, no, no, no. It was, it was fun. Uh, always good to talk to him. And in like, it's fun to talk to him because he's got some, uh, I don't know, some stories with some big names. And like, I don't mean that. And he just has so many stories. Yeah. And like a ton of stories. And like, I love the, the stories with guys that you don't know, you know, you know, of any junior player, but he's got some, you know, the St. Louis, the Hedmans, the Kucherovs, the Nemestikovs. That, that's Who? pretty awesome. Who? <laughs> yeah. Ever heard of them? <laughs> yeah. Didn't no. you say, didn't you say you'd beat one of them in a, a skate, a skate race? Yeah. Yeah. A, uh, me and, and, uh, Vladislav, my good friend, Vladislav. <laughs> no, Nemestikov. He, uh, he's, he's very fast. He would beat me, but, um, oh, I did not know. Oh, Oh, now Connor's taking back. No, I don't know. Connor did say he could beat him in a case race. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, and I'm not going back on that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll put it out there now. Uh, Vladdy Nemestikov, our boy Connor challenges you to a case race. If he your choice to of beer, actually, <laughs> I don't know if we want to give him the choice of beer. No, no, it's going to be some garbage Russian crap. <laughs> well. Or he just like challenged me to vodka and drink more vodka than I can drink beer, <laughs> which would be even more embarrassing by, for me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, no, that was um, fun. It was fun. Absolutely. Um, no, and, and the last thing I guess that, that we'll say is um, we will keep everyone posted on what uh, Dan gets to name his, his mini donkey. Ooh, true. Doctor. Doctor his something. Mini, his mini doctor. His mini His mini doctor. Yep, so we'll keep everyone posted for that. Um, and we'll post a picture once we get the picture of the Yes, uh, of course. Of course. Yes, Perfect. Sir. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, boys. All right, tune in next week. Bye.